I've held off on discussing manifestation in depth on the podcast. Part of me didn't think I knew enough about how it worked to be able to teach it. The other part of me worried that it was simply too out there and too woo-woo that you guys would think I was completely off my rocker. But there's no denying that I've been studying this work deeply over the past year. And let's be real, my whole life really. And it has absolutely changed everything for me. The more I learn about it, the more I feel like I've known all along. And to be honest, it's made life feel pretty freaking magical. It's changed the way I show up daily in my life and business. It's allowed me to get more of what I want faster and with more ease. I'm talking things like manifesting clients, money, the love of my life, and so much more. So in this five-part manifestation series, I'm pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes of the exact process I use to get everything I've ever wanted and more so you can do the very same. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. I am so incredibly excited to be coming to you with the first part of my manifestation series. So this is a five-part series that I'm putting together to walk you through the exact process I use in manifesting what I want in my life and business. Now, this is something that I have avoided talking about for a really long time now, but it is also something that I have been really deeply studying for about the past year now. I mean, honestly, my whole life, right? But (laughs) I think I've really been able to understand it better and put words around it the most during the past year. And I've seen how this magic has played out in my own life in getting more of the things that I want in my life and business. Now, it's interesting how manifestation works because it's almost as if the more I learn about manifestation, the more I feel like I already knew it was true, that I've already seen evidence of this play out in my own life. I just didn't know how to put words around it. I didn't know that there was an exact process that I could follow to create more of the results that I wanted faster and with more ease than ever before. So learning more about manifestation and this magic over the past year, and let's be real, I mean, I think it feels downright magical, but there are definite steps you can take and there is a process to it. And that is what I most want to talk about in this series, because I think so often when we think of manifestation, we think of it as being really woo woo and really out there. And that's part of the reason that I have held off on talking about it for so long. For a really long time, I felt like I couldn't possibly know enough about universal intelligence and all of these really high-level concepts to come to you and teach you more about it. 
And I was on my run the other day, and I don't know about you guys, but I always seem to get these divine downloads on my run. And what I mean by that is just these little nudges from the universe, just these ideas that pop into my head in a way that feels new and exciting, but also a little stretchy, right? Also kind of pushing me outside of my comfort zone. And I have learned to take that as a nod from the universe, from God, from universal intelligence. Honestly, I think they're all the same thing, but I have learned to take that as a nod that this is the best next step, right? So the more I got thinking about it, the more I was thinking that I am the perfect person to come to you with this knowledge, with this information, and talk to you about it in a way that you're going to understand. I think a lot of times when we hear the word manifestation, we're like, oh my goodness, that means I'm going to be putting crystals under my pillow next, and I'll be pulling tarot cards, and I'll be doing all of these other woo-woo things. And for those of you who aren't that woo-woo or aren't that based in those kind of belief systems, honestly, I'm not even sure that I fully understand a lot of what's going on and the things that I just mentioned there. So I do want to be careful. I'm not saying that I'm for or against or really just kind of neutral on all the things I just mentioned, but I think that there is this kind of feeling where you're either really, really out there and you believe in all of this kind of woo-woo magical stuff, or you're really grounded and you don't believe in any of that. You think it's complete bullshit. So I am here to kind of bridge the gap for you because I think that there is something to be said for embracing universal intelligence, for really engaging the power of the universe in what it is that you are looking to create in your life and business. And I have seen this play out for me again and again and again. So I think that even if you're not fully on board, even if the idea of manifestation feels super out there to you and you're going, oh my gosh, this girl had lost her marbles or you're just like, yeah, I kind of get it. I'm kind of curious about it, but I don't really understand how it works or how it can work for me. Then you are definitely going to want to hang out with me in this series. So throughout the series, I'll mention a lot of the resources that I have used that I have read over the past year or so that have really changed things for me. These are books that I have read that really resonated with me in a deep way or quotes that I have read that felt so true to me. And that is why I am sharing them with you because I don't want you to have to go through and read all of the books that I have read or listen to all of the podcasts that I have read so that you can have these same mindset shifts so that you can shift your mindset around really being a co-creator with the universe Um, and really getting more of what you want. So I don't want you to have to take all of that time um, and all of that energy, but I do want you to gain this knowledge, gain this clarity around how you can really truly use this process to create anything that you want. And I mean that in the sincerest way. This works in life, this works in business, this works in seriously any area of your life where you are really willing to get clear on what you want and do the mindset work, do the manifestation work to step into it. If you want the Cliff's Notes version, hang out with me here. And so as you are listening to this podcast, I heard this really wonderful analogy from Jess Lively of The Lively Show, and she explained it to me 
in this way. Well, she explained it to everyone, but I understood it in this way. Um, she said, you know, if your friend orders a pizza and it has olives on it and you really don't like olives, you don't throw the entire pizza away. You pick the olives off and you eat the rest of the pizza. And I think that's a really wonderful analogy for this kind of work, because as we're talking about manifestation, as I'm talking you through the exact process that I use, there are going to be things that deeply, deeply resonate with you. And there are going to be things that you think are total BS. <laughs> and that's okay, right? So you have your own internal compass here. You know what feels true to you, but as you're listening, as you're really using that internal compass to see what's resonating, what feels true, I really encourage you, don't give up on manifestation altogether. Take the parts that resonate, take the parts that feel true to you, apply them to what you already believe and the beliefs you already have that are in support of what you want and creating more of what you want and really use that as part of the bigger piece of the puzzle, as a part of getting more of what you want as a part of really stepping into a life and business that feels magical to you. So I just wanted to say that going into it, because I think a lot of the time we can listen to these podcast episodes and we can have this idea that it has to be all or nothing, right? You're either on the manifestation train or you're not, right? But what I really encourage you to do is use that internal compass because that is always going to be what guides you in the best direction. That is always going to be what supports you in making more decisions that are in support of what you want. So use that internal compass and I am so excited to have you along for the ride here as we dive into manifestation. So this is the exact process I've used to, and I'm going to list them all out for you. I have a laundry list here of all of the things that I have manifested. This is only my short list, but the idea is that it can apply to multiple areas of your life and business. So this is the exact process I've used to meet my now husband make a cross-continental long-distance relationship work despite the odds, move halfway across the country and move into a house on the side of the mountain where I live now, continue freelancing for my full-time employer for months after I left my full-time job, secure the house of my dreams even when our offer was turned down originally and it really didn't look like it was going to happen, manifest the patio set I wanted at a deep discount the very same day I put it on my vision board, get a free mattress for our guest room the very day I decided that I wanted it and looked up how much mattresses had cost and decided that wasn't a priority and then it just showed up. So more on that later. Get my first ever client in the coaching business. That was a huge milestone and a huge manifestation and required so much thought work to stay in it. So I can't wait to go deeper on that with you. Receive a dollar bill in my junk mail from a company I've never even heard of. And there's a whole story behind that one. And I know it doesn't quite sound that exciting, but the way it unfolded was really just kind of remarkable. So lastly, manifest the boat tour on our honeymoon. I think I've talked about that in a prior episode, but that looked nothing like, but even better than I had imagined. So I talk about how I manifested that and how that showed up for me. So hopefully through this list, you get a little bit of the idea of what I'm talking about here. I'll be going deeper on these examples throughout the series, but know that this works in all aspects of life and that you can use this exact same process in your biz to manifest more leads, 
more clients, more money, more of what you want. So I was introduced to manifestation in that I was finally able to put words around it through Mike Dooley's book, Leveraging the Universe. I absolutely freaking love this book. Now, if you are as turned off by the name as I was at first, believe me, I get it. (laughs) Um, I had a coach and mentor who sent this to me and I was like, okay, is this really gonna help my business? But I promise you it absolutely does in that it allowed me to connect a lot of the dots. It allowed me to see a lot of connections between how I was showing up and how my thoughts were affecting my experience. And one of Mike Dooley's biggest things in this book, and actually throughout all of his work, is the idea that thoughts become things. So take a second, really let that process, because I honestly believe this is like such an important thing to understand in this kind of manifestation work, because I believe that your thoughts absolutely create your experience here. And what I mean by that is, let's see, let's take an example that's really easy to understand, right? So personally, I freaking love when it snows. I think it's like the most magical, amazing thing. I love those first few snowflakes. I love when the sky turns gray and I can see that a storm is rolling in. I love the way the wind picks up and the snowflakes start to fall. I love how the trees are all kind of blanketed with snow the next day. I think the whole thing is really freaking magical. Um, it reminds me of that episode of Gilmore Girls where they go out in the snow and they just are like embracing the first snowfall. And just like if you know that scene and how magical that feels, that's how um, the first snowfall always feels to me. And I have a very similar opinion, a very similar feeling for, you know, every snowfall after that. But the first one feels especially magical. So that's my opinion around snow, right? Those are all the thoughts and feelings that I create when we get that first snowfall. However, to other people, this could be completely different, right? Maybe you have lived somewhere where it always snows, right? Maybe it is cold for the majority of the year. Maybe there is always snow on the ground. Maybe Snow is just really icky and gross to you. After I grew up in the Boston area and like after a few days when the snow would be on the ground, it would turn that like icky, muddy gray color and just become kind of like a slushy mess. So I can definitely understand that perspective of it not feeling quite as new and fresh and magical. If you are someone who loves the ocean and sand and sun and the beach and all of that kind of stuff, and you are someone who doesn't necessarily like being cold or enjoy winter or enjoy snow, you're going to bring completely different thoughts and feelings to the first snowfall, right? It's like the people who get into our Airbnb and the first thing that they do is like turn the heat all the way up to 80 because they're from Texas. And they're just like, it's so cold here. And I'm like, guys, it's like 40 degrees out. It's fine. (laughs) But 
I think that that is such a perfect illustration because you can see how your thoughts there are really creating your experience, right? So my thoughts around loving snow and thinking it's the most magical thing ever are going to have me outside in the snow. They're going to have me taking my dog for a walk that day. They're going to have me snapping pictures of the snow so that I can share that on social media with all of you. They're going to have me coming home and making a fire in the fireplace and cozying up with my blanket and slippers. They're going to have me making hot cocoa and really just embracing and enjoying that. Whereas if that was not your opinion, you're going to be turning up the heat indoors to full force. You're going to refuse to go out in it. You're going to be afraid to drive in it. You're not going to have the same feelings. So can you see there how your thoughts are really creating your experience? I know that it's a really basic concept and our basic example, but I think it can be really powerful in just illustrating how it's the exact same thing, but your thoughts around it are really creating the experience that you're having. So if you can understand it in that level, if you can understand it from the level of thoughts become things in that if you are thinking that the universe is the most magical thing ever, if you are thinking that your business is doing amazingly well and that clients and leads are easy to get, that is going to be your experience. If you are thinking that you are really struggling, you feel like business is really hard, you can never carve out enough time for it, you never feel like you're focusing on the right things, you feel like there must be a secret everyone else knows that you don't, you feel like you're not making any progress, you're standing still, you're staying stuck, whatever those thoughts are, those are going to create the completely different experience, right? And I think that's so important to realize because ultimately, both of those scenarios, the exact same thing could be happening, right? So maybe for you, three clients feels like a lot. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I've never had this many clients in my business before. I didn't even know I could juggle three clients at a time. This is like absolutely incredible. I'm making more money than I ever have. And maybe that exact same experience to someone else is really not positive, right? Maybe they're like, oh my gosh, my business is dwindling. I only have three clients right now. I really hope sales picks up again. I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive like this. I don't know if I can keep this going, right? And that could be the same amount of money. That could be the same amount of clients, but it's all about your perception of it. It's all about the thoughts that you have around that. And those are going to dictate the actions that you take. So if you're thinking that you're doing amazing in business and that you're really happy with where you're at, you're going to be taking different actions. You're going to be experiencing different external thoughts, feelings, emotions, and you're going to be putting out different vibes than if you think that you're doing really terrible and you are really hesitant to keep, uh, you know, sharing out your value or hopping on calls or getting on sales calls because in your own head, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can make this work. Like this probably won't work. And it makes it that much harder for you to show up. So I think that you know, just seeing those two examples side by side can be really powerful because I think that, you know, chances are you've, you've probably experienced it in one area. You've either experienced it on the life side, but you haven't quite been able to put words to it on the business side yet, or you've experienced it on the business side, but you haven't quite been able to get it to work on the life side. Right. And I think that most of us have, have felt it in one area. And I think once you feel it in one area, once you can kind of wrap your head around it and understand how that works, 
it's easier to un- it's easier to apply that same belief, that same level of understanding to the area where you're struggling, right? So just a really powerful illustration there about how your thoughts really, truly do create your experience. Now, if we like take a step back, I want to talk about how your thoughts are your gateway basically to the universe, to universal intelligence. If you've ever had that experience where you just you know, we're thinking about a friend that you hadn't talked to in ages and you were thinking that you should really call them or you should really reach out to them. And then that exact friend calls from like literally out of the blue. I think you've probably experienced it in something similar to that. Even if it wasn't that exact situation, you have probably experienced a little bit, a little tiny piece about how your thoughts are kind of this gateway to what shows up for you in your life. And I think that can be a really amazing and powerful thing to tap into as you're manifesting more of what you want. There's this quote in Creating Money, another book that I really love. I'm only like halfway through, but has been amazing so far. And it says, if you can't believe that something is possible, then you aren't going to have it. But if you can have the smallest thought that it might be possible, you are already on your way to creating it. And I think that is so incredibly powerful because it shows you how your thoughts and your beliefs really dictate your actions. And if you believe that something is possible, you're going to take more steps that are in alignment with that belief than if you don't believe something is possible, which makes it so much harder to show up and take the actions that are in support of it. So back to my client example that we were talking about earlier, if you believe that you are doing the best in business that you've ever had with your three clients and that you know that more is possible for you and you are just living the life, you are going to take more actions that are aligned to creating more of that. You are going to take more actions that are aligned with that high vibe feeling and really shift your external circumstances to mirror those internal circumstances or internal thoughts and feelings in this case. So likewise, if you think that you're doing terrible, if you think that nothing is working in your business, if you think that this is never going to take off, there are too many people doing what you're doing, it's just not possible for you, then you're not going to have it, right? Like you're not going to take the actions that are in alignment with getting more of it. You're not going to show up for it. You're not going, you're not going to do the things that will yield more of those results. And I hate to oversimplify it like that, but I think that sometimes it really is that simple. It's that belief piece. It's showing up as if you already have the results that you want, which we'll get into in a later episode. But I think that is one of the things that is so, so important in this manifestation work. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is this idea that I don't want you to panic if you've had a ton of negative thoughts that they're all going to now manifest. (laughs) I know that as I got deeper into this thought work, into this mindset work, into this manifestation work, I definitely had that thought like, oh my gosh, what if everything negative I've ever thought is now going to come like snowballing down at me, right? (laughs) And I think that the important thing to realize here and what I had found really helpful 
was that there's a quote in creating money and I couldn't find the exact quote, but it was basically something to the effect of your soul will protect you from manifesting things you don't actually want or that aren't in alignment with your best interest. And I just found so much comfort in that because I think it's part of the human experience to have self-doubt. It's part of the human experience to think about negative situations or the what ifs. And I think to a certain extent, that's just our brains going through survival mode, right? If we see a bear, our brains immediately go to, oh no, I don't want to be eaten by said bear. I don't want to be attacked by said bear, right? And that's a survival mechanism. That's what keeps us safe. So don't panic if you've had a bunch of negative thoughts or self-doubt, but do think about how you can start shifting those to be more positive and more in support of what you want. So there's this beautiful quote by Elizabeth Gilbert, and it says, give your mind a job to do or else it will find a job to do and you might not like the job it invents. And I think that's just such a great illustration of that kind of like negative thought work and shifting it because when you choose beliefs that are in support of what you want, when you decide what you want, which is the biggest thing about manifestation that we're going to get into next, you're able to bypass some of that what if, self-doubt, worry, all of the drama that our brains like to invent for us. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened or that it isn't possible to manifest negative things. I think I've definitely had that happen. I remember when Brian and I were on our honeymoon we were in Italy. Well, we were planning our trip for our honeymoon and I had said to him kind of offhandedly, I was like, oh, we should be careful because Italian trains are always late. And it was one of those things where I had caught myself as I was saying it and it was like, ooh, where did that come from? <laughs> like, I don't know that I've ever had an experience with an Italian train before. I actually don't know if that's true. But I had said it out loud to him and we had actually rearranged our schedule to a certain extent so that we could allow for that because we had one train that was particularly close in timing and we were like you know what we'll just stay another night in Milan that way we don't have to worry about train delays and anything like that. Now of course <laughs> I totally created my experience with that thought because we had several Italian trains that actually did run late on our honeymoon, um, one of which stopped halfway and they canceled the train. It was supposed to be like a nonstop direct route type deal rather than um, one of the local trains. And it was supposed to be nicer too. And we just pulled up at one of the train stations. They announced that the train had been canceled and we actually did have to take one of the regional trains to get to our next destination. And it worked out fine. You know, all was good. But it was one of those situations where I was like, oh yeah, I totally asked for this. <laughs> I totally manifested this because I made so many preparations around the fact that trains would be delayed, right? And likewise, the same thing happened the following day. We, um, we were en route to our hotel along Lake Maggiore, or however you say that, I still don't know. And <laughs> we had 
gotten to a point where we had our connection um, and it was supposed to be like a half hour layover basically for the next train and our half hour layover turned into a three hour layover outside in the heat during the heat wave at a train station that did not have any bathrooms. So that was definitely one of those moments where I was like, oh, I really got to watch where I put my focus and where I put my attention because I totally like I can see how I totally manifested this. So anyway, not saying that you can't ever have negative thoughts, but your thoughts do create your reality. So having got a lot of that kind of groundwork in understanding how thoughts become things and how your thoughts really are kind of your gateway to the universe, to God, to universal intelligence. I know that, you know, this is is essentially how the power of prayer works too. So there's a lot of different belief systems that are at work here. And again, this is one of those situations where I encourage you use your internal compass, decide what feels true for you, but really truly start choosing beliefs that are in support of what you want. And that's what we'll get into more here. Now, this is becoming a much longer episode than I had intended, but I want to talk about the part of manifestation that most people miss out on. If you are having a hard time manifesting more of what you want, if it's really not happening for you, if you just can't seem to ever get there, I want to fill you in on the secret. I want to fill you in on the part that you are probably missing out on. And it is so simple, but honestly, it's the thing that I see holds so many people back. And that is that most people who aren't getting what they want haven't really gotten clear on what it is that they want. And I know that sounds obvious, but knowing what you want is an incredibly grounded concept, right? So I know when we talk, when we use words like manifestation, it sounds out there, it sounds woo woo, which we talked about earlier, but there's nothing all that out there or woo woo about knowing what you want, about getting clear on what that is, to be able to put words around it, to be able to speak it out loud, to be able to really fully embrace what it is that you are creating with the universe. And this is so, so incredibly important because if you don't know what you want, it's almost impossible to get what you want. And that in itself is hugely powerful. So I want you to really take a moment, think about what it is that you are working on creating more of in your life. So I think this is incredibly powerful because most people are super vague on what it is that they want in that they haven't fully decided. And I think that part of manifestation is really stepping in and deciding what it is that you want and really like drawing a line in the sand, standing up for yourself, deciding that you are going to get the result that you want. We'll talk more about um, what I mean by getting the result you want, because I think there's a right way and a wrong way to hone into those, those kind of results. But I think that most people who haven't started taking action, who haven't started doing the mindset work so that they can start showing up and taking action so that they can start seeing more of the results that they want, haven't fully decided yet. They haven't had that kind of, I am going to create this. I am going to make this happen, even if it takes months, years, etc. right? 
And I see this all the time in clients that I work with because they are deciding and redeciding over and over again. They are deciding that the result that they want is possible despite the limiting beliefs, despite the negative self-talk, but despite the self-doubt that bubbles up to the surface sometimes. And I think that this is important because I don't want to make it sound like it's a one-time thing. I think sometimes when we talk about manifestation, we think like, oh, it's, it's so magical. You just decide and then it shows up. And it's like, well, yeah, but there's also a lot of work involved, right? There's also a lot that has to happen. A lot of those limiting beliefs that have to shift, a lot of mindset work that goes on there, a lot of deciding and redeciding that this is the thing that you want and you are fully committed to showing up and getting the results that you want even though you don't know if, how, and when that will eventually happen. So I think that this decision piece is so important because that's the part that most people are vague on. That's the part that most people are a little wishy-washy. They're like, yeah, I mean, I would love to create a business that allows me to work 20 hours a week, but I just don't know Like, if it was possible for them, but it may not be possible for me or I don't have a core message yet, or I'm not really doing any, like the, like you get my point here, right? Like I could go on and on, but, (laughs) but that is the secret is that you need to start really fully deciding what it is that you want and that you are available for however it shows up, however long it takes, however it might unfold until that happens. There's this amazing quote by Lacey Seitz that says, I don't make money because I deserve it. I make money because I decided it. And I think that's so incredibly important because I think a lot of us, especially as creative entrepreneurs, we have almost this worthiness piece sometimes we have to sort through first where we feel like, oh, like I don't know if I'm if I'm worthy of making that much money. I don't know if I know enough to really make that much money in my business. I don't know if I can really get the results I want because of all of these other excuses that we've basically formulated in our brain. And we think that there's, there's like this piece where we, we just don't deserve it yet. Right. Or we need to work harder and then we'll finally deserve it. And I think that that's just not true. And especially in the manifestation process, you get what you decide. And I mean that like as point blank as it sounds, because that is how it works. You decide that you want a particular result and then you are open and available for however the universe decides to deliver that to you. I remember when I was leaving my full-time job, I had, I mean, I talk about this all the time, how I had had that moment when I was sitting on the subway hauling my groceries back from Target and I was like, man, this is not my forever plan. Like, I do not want to be in this shoebox size apartment in New York with this long commute in my long distance relationship. Like, this is just not my forever plan. Like there's so much more to life. I want to live somewhere where I can embrace more fresh air, where I can get outside, where I can do outdoorsy stuff, where I can be, um, you know, closer to nature rather than in this like, you know, concrete jungle, basically. (laughs) Like there was so much more that I knew was possible for me. So I knew so much more was possible for me and I just decided it was happening. I didn't know exactly how it would unfold. I didn't know exactly where I was going to go live. I knew that Brian and I wanted to live somewhere together instead of being states apart. 
And I knew that I was willing to do, you know, pretty much what it took to get to a place where I was happier, right? And at the time, that looked like I wanted to live somewhere with an art and design scene. So I didn't want to be like completely removed from a city center, but I did want to have more access to the outdoors, to have more access to, you know, nature and all of that. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I love being outdoors. That is when I feel the most connected to a higher power. That's when I come up with the best ideas is when I'm out in nature hiking or on my runs or just going for a walk with my dog. Like that is when I feel most in alignment. So I knew that all of those things were important to me. And the more that Brian and I talked, the more that we started getting more concrete about the specifics, right? We had kind of narrowed down our locations. We had decided Denver, Boulder area, Portland, or Seattle. And that was where he had started looking for jobs. And that was where I had started like doing research, starting getting a better idea of places that I could work out there. Now you guys know how my story unfolded and how I didn't actually end up going into another full-time job that I actually ended up starting my business. But I was open and available at that point just to be taking actions that were in alignment with what I wanted. So that looked like applying to jobs in those locations. That looked like taking interviews over the phone. That looked like finally setting a date for when if I had not landed a full-time job by that point, I was going to move anyway because my apartment lease was ending and the timing was right. And I had just decided that if that date came along, like I was doing this anyway. Um, it meant envisioning what that life would look like. It meant packing up and putting a move together. It meant researching moving companies that would move my stuff from New York to Denver. Um, it looked like researching health insurance because I knew I wasn't going to have that lined up if I didn't have a full-time job in place. There were so many actions that were in support of what I wanted, but that I didn't necessarily know how would play out, right? I didn't necessarily know which path was the right path or which job would end up working or which health insurance company would be the best, right? But it almost didn't matter. I was taking steps that were alignment in alignment to what I wanted, which ultimately was to move, to be together in the same location as Brian, to step into a job I found fulfilling, to not have as long of a commute. That was what I ultimately wanted and how that showed up could have been a multitude of ways, right? And I think that this is the other important part to realize is that in manifestation, you don't necessarily need to know how it's going to happen. You don't need to know how it's going to play out. And I know it's frustrating. And those of us who are type A and control freaks really do not do well with this. <laughs> but the important part is that you are clear on the result that you want and you are taking actions that are in alignment with it. So Number one secret to getting more of what you want, know what you want. <laughs> and it sounds obvious, but I'm being completely serious here, guys. Really fully decide what it is that you want. Whether you're going through a dry spell or just ready to expand your capacity to receive, I'm here to help you take that next step so you can manifest your next client. Like we've chatted about in today's episode, one of life's secrets to manifesting everything you want and more is first knowing what you want like getting really freaking clear on what that looks like. But once you're there, once you know deep in your soul you want that next client, you've got to meet the universe halfway. You have to take actions that are in alignment with what you want 
so the universe can put the right opportunities in front of you. And I'd be willing to bet that this is exactly the opportunity, the sign, the magic you've been waiting for. So you can get to the root of exactly what's been holding you back from landing that next client, even when you know you really want them. During this 30 minute coaching call, we'll chat about the next step you can take to land your next client and start seeing more money roll in with more ease than ever before. I only do three of these each week, so grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash next client before they're gone. So back to my full-time job story, I remember thinking that even though I didn't have a full-time job lined up, that I would really like to keep freelancing with my current employer. So none of the interviews, phone interviews that I had 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 played out yet. And I was like, man, it would be so great if I could keep freelancing with my full-time employer when I left. And I really got clear on that. I was like, I really want that. Like that would be amazing. That would give me just like a little extra income so that I could really get boots on the ground here. I could get the lay of the land, figure out where I might want to work, really do some in-person interviews. That just felt like really good to me. And I remember I had had a friend who had done something very similar. She had, um, I think it was like taken a month or two off to travel or something like that. And she was able to keep freelancing with her full-time gig while she did that. So like, I already had that belief system in place. I already knew that like, Hey, this is something that some companies do that would be totally possible for me. And I was open and available for the possibility that that could happen. So when I gave my notice to my full-time job and told them, hey, like I'm leaving, I'm packing up and moving, but I would love to keep freelancing with you. And they were like, yeah, we can talk more about how that could work. So, you know, I think it was a few weeks that went by in which they had worked on getting me a laptop set up so that I would be, I would have access to all of their files and servers and all of that kind of stuff. And I would actually be able to work remotely, which was amazing, right? So everything looked like it was falling into place. I was like, this is so good. And of course, I didn't know anything about manifestation at the time. This is all 2020 hindsight, but I think it's a great way of illustrating how manifestation works. So I was like, this is amazing. Well, the very day that was my last day, I was getting ready to leave. And it sounded like what had happened was that well, my, my freelancing position basically had gotten approved from some of my immediate people that were above me. It had not made its way to some of the higher ups yet. And when they got wind of it that day, they were like, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. Like we can't give people remote laptops who aren't here full time. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sure there's much more to that, but I'm, I'm paraphrasing for the sake of getting to the point here. <laughs> so that I did not leave work with a laptop that day. So I remember going to my, and the laptop was really important so that I could have access to their stuff. I know it seems like a very strange piece of the puzzle because I d- did actually have my own laptop, but it was that they wanted it to be like on a work computer. So 
I ended up leaving that day, no laptop in hand, going to my going away party, thinking, having that kind of like frog in my throat feeling that I don't actually know if this is going to happen. Like, I don't actually know if I'm going to have this freelance gig in place. I could be moving without a job. And that's when those you know, thoughts of self-doubt started coming in, those little thought gremlins saying like, are you crazy? You're moving without a full-time job. Like, what if this doesn't work out? What if you don't like it there? Is this insane, right? And I think it's, like I said, I think that's part of the human experience, but that's when it's our job to redecide. And that's when we have to decide, no, I am sticking to the result that I want. I'm going to keep taking action that is aligned to the result that I want. And I am going to trust that everything is going to work out and I'm going to keep taking action. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep managing my mind and my thought process until the result that I want shows up. So I decided that day because, I mean, it was my going away party. I was like, you know what? Even if this doesn't work out, even if I'm not leaving with a laptop, cannot work for my full-time gig at, in a freelance capacity, even if this doesn't happen, I am still going to be okay. I am still going to work it out. I trust myself to have the resources available to freelance for other you know, positions out here to be able to find something that does work, that does feel in alignment. So again, really locking into that piece of, I know what I want and I'm going to fully trust myself to believe in it and show up for it as if it's true. So I went through the move. I got to Denver. I, you know, I didn't even have stuff at that point. I think my stuff is still on a truck and we had like hardly any furniture. And I remember like opening up my laptop, not the day that I moved in, but the day after. And all of a sudden the freelance projects for my full-time job started rolling in. And that was just such an amazing feeling because again, it was staying in that belief that it could happen and really detaching from it and knowing that even if it didn't, even if it didn't show up the way that I thought it would, I was still going to be okay. And ultimately I ended up freelancing for them for months after I moved, which was really amazing. And honestly, the best case scenario and what I could have like the most I could have possibly asked for. But it was really that process of getting clear on what it was that I wanted, getting clear on the belief system I had to have in place, and then just trusting into that. And I know this process is not easy. I do not want to make it sound like, yeah, I just decided it was true and then everything worked out magically and perfectly. Like that is not my intent here. My intent is really to show you, to pull back the curtain and show you how Manifestation can unfold and it can feel freaking magical when you understand the process to it and when you can get really, really clear on what it is that you want. So that is the magic here. That is what I want you to take away from this episode. So your action item from this episode is to decide on one thing you'd like to manifest in the next 90 days. I want you to get really freaking clear on it 
Get excited about it, but do not get attached to the details. So use the details as a way to support you in getting really freaking excited about it. Um, maybe you have been looking for a new house and you are getting really freaking excited about all of the natural light it's going to have, the new home office you're going to create, the two-car garage, whatever it is. Get excited about it, but don't get attached to those things. Really focus on the feeling that you're looking to create there. And you can use this to manifest anything, like get clear on what you want. It could be a certain amount of money. It could be a certain client you're looking to draw in for a project that you'd love to do. It could be, it can be like literally anything, right? <laughs> so I want you to just get really clear on it. Decide what it is that you want, because again, that decision piece is so, so important. You do not have to wait to deserve it. Decide on it now. Decide what it is that you would create in your wildest dreams, what it is that you want, what it is that you're working towards, what it is that you are meeting the universe halfway on. And then next week, we will talk about how it is that you can get started working towards manifesting that very thing. So stay tuned throughout the series because I'm teaching the exact process, like literally, that I use to manifest and you don't want to miss out on what comes next so that you can manifest everything you've ever wanted and more. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. So, if you want the Cliff Notes version, both of them. <laughs>